Welcome to the Leaving Cert Guidance Podcast. I'm your host, Dunnico Mahoney, a secondary school guidance counsellor, and I also run the Leaving Cert Guidance Instagram and TikTok accounts, so make sure to give them a follow. On today's show, we're talking about upcoming dates, important dates, and what you should be doing heading into those dates. And I'm joined by guidance counsellor Joseph Faraday from St. Oliver's Community College. You're very welcome, Joe. Hi, Donica. How are you? I'm great, and it's great to have you on. So, Joe, look, we have some really important dates coming up, and sometimes students just might not know the importance of the dates or might not know what they should be doing coming into it. Uh, so we'll be chatting a bit about that today, and Joe will be giving us a few tips on those as well. But I suppose the first thing I want to chat about is the 17th of January, which is this Wednesday, at 6 p.m., the CAO will host a webinar for students, parents, and guardians of any CEO applicant. You'll have Eileen Kellen from the CEO talking about the CEO process and the application. I'll be there representing the Institute of Guidance Counselors and I'll be talking about how to pick your courses. The National Parents Council for Post-Primary Schools will also be on hand for advice for parents. And importantly, higher education institutions will be represented on the night and you can ask them questions in the chat while the presentations are going on. If you want to register for that, it's cao.ie forward slash webinar. And if you can't make it at 6 p.m. on the 17th of January, there will be a recording made available a few days after this. So I suppose, Joe, it is important to kind of know the application. Like you and I know it well because we do it every year. But if you if it's your first time around as a parent or even a student, there is a lot to know in it. It's absolutely it's a really good opportunity for guardians and parents to kind of see the ins and outs of how the CEO works, get kind of just basic tips on timings, on when to apply, and it's just good information and kind of takes away some of the anxiety in dealing with the CEO. Exactly, because I know Eileen will be pointing out kind of the most common mistakes made on CEO applications and just to keep an eye out for that. But Joe, then next Friday, this Friday coming, we've HPAT registrations close. It's a busy time, especially for anyone who's doing the HPAT and doing the MOCs. It's a really, really stressful time. A lot of people will have registered already for them, but with that deadline coming up, you might have people who will decide to just try it at the last minute. And the HPAT is one of the most busy times of a leaving search year. Yeah, I've been chatting to a few students who are still undecided and haven't signed up for it just yet. But you're looking at 5.15 on Friday is the closing date. It's €156.80 if you sign up before the 19th of January. Now, there are late registrations accepted until the 29th of January, but you add €75 onto that, so that'll work out at €231.80. And then there's exceptional late registration is also available until the 2nd of February, but that would be €266.80, so €110.00. Dear, that's pretty steep, Joe, if you're not getting in by the 19th of January. Absolutely. It really adds up for any of the late deadlines for CEO, HPAT, UCAS, any of them. It just makes more sense to actually get it done before the deadline is passed and save yourself some money and stress. Yeah. And the test window is from the 16th to the 25th of February. And Joe, we've mentioned this on the podcast the last couple of weeks. What advice would you be giving to students who are doing, say, the HPAT and uh, the mock exams? Managing your time is going to be the most important thing you can possibly do. I know you mentioned in last week's podcast, the idea of treating yourself like an athlete. When you're doing multiple tests over multiple weeks, because depending on when your school is going to have the mocks, 
it's so important that you're well rested, that you are eating properly, you're drinking your water, and that you are capable of just actually sitting the exams and doing your best. It is so easy for anyone who's doing both exams to burn out and stress out. And it has to be remembered that the mocks are the kind of, you know, your challenge game. They're the ones that are just going to set you up and see what it's like to do a state exam. The HPAT, no, that is the, that's the number one concern this time of year that you have to be as well prepared for that as possible. So I would say put most of your effort into the HPAT while not ignoring the mocks, but put most of your effort into your HPAT and manage your time effectively. Yeah, I think that's the number one takeaway, Joe, is managing your time. I think you're absolutely right there. And that is key heading into both of those exams. Now, I think a lot of students doing their mocks will have probably opted for later in the test window. So hopefully they'll manage that pretty well. And then, Joe, the 20th of January, which is Saturday, we have the early bird deadline for the CEO. What exactly does this mean? It's another way to save yourself money, Donica. Yeah. So I think it's vital that, like, at the minute, it's 30 euro if you register before that date. But afterwards, the price jumps up, it jumps up to 45 euro. Ideally, you want to save yourself that money and just maybe spend the 15 quid on a chicken fillet roll or <laughs> whatever whatever kind of your treat is that time. But register before and save yourself the 15 euro. The price goes up. But one thing that's important to remember is that once it goes to 45 euro, it's only going to keep going up. So register early. Yeah. And I think if you're undecisive, even for the sake of 30 euro, I would get in there and register and just have that option. Because as Joe said, the later you register, the more it's going to cost you. So after the 20th of January, after 5 p.m. on the 20th of January, it's going to cost you 45 euro right up until the 1st of February. And then it will close for a short bit. But if you want to be considered a late applicant, it opens up on the 5th of March at 12 noon until the 1st of May, and that's 60 euros. So Joe was right there. It gets that bit more expensive as you go on. And look, Joe, you don't have to do anything. You just open up your account if you want. And it's one of the most common misconceptions we see with the CEO year in, year out. You just have to register, put your details in, put your address in, put your email address in. You don't have to pick any college courses when you register. You just have to register and save yourself the stress of doing it later. Yeah, because I've come across students and say, look, I don't know what course I'm going to pick. So that's why I'm putting off registering. And as Joe said, don't worry about that. Just get it opened up. It'll only take you five, 10 minutes. Get your CEO number really. And that's the main thing. And then after that, you open until the 1st of July when uh, the facility opens back up again on the 7th of May. Joe, then we're looking into the 31st of January. Now, you would probably have a lot of students being from your side of the country who probably apply for UCAS. What are we looking at uh, heading into this application deadline? So the UCAS application, it's different than the CEO application where you can only actually apply to up to five courses compared to the CEO where it's 20. And with the UCAS application, there's this thing called a personal statement where it's one of the most important parts of the application where you have to kind of sell yourself as an applicant towards the colleges. My kind of advice with that is, is when you're picking your courses, pick courses among the same theme. So when you're writing your UCAS application and your, your personal statement is that you are tailoring that towards the theme, not necessarily towards five different courses in five different areas. Pick your courses in regards to UCAS in the same theme. So if it's science, pick science courses. If it's sport, pick sporting courses. If it's business, pick business courses. That way you can tailor your personal statement towards kind of your area of interest. 
and another point, and it's been coming up a couple of times, do not use chat GBT to write oh, yeah. your personal statements. It's coming up again and again and again because there are blocks in places to stop people doing that. Your personal statement is towards you. You are selling yourself, not a machine. You are selling yourself. Please put the work into the personal statement. Yeah, and I remember chatting to Rachel from uh, St. Mary's in Twickenham who said that UCAS actually have this massive big software where they will run through the personal statements just to make sure they're not plagiarized in any way. So it's important to know that that's a really good tip. Also, you're going to have a reference uh, for your UCAS application. Now, teachers will be mad busy this time of the year coming up to mocks and everything else. And I wouldn't leave that to last minute because the teacher will want to do you justice and they'll want to take time to write you the reference. So don't be asking for that last minute and the predicted grades last minute. I always say again, Joe, a bit like the 30 euro for the CEO, for the sake of £28 for the UCAS application, I think it's another option for you come next August when you have your CEO offers come out too. It's a really, really good option. And the difference in fees between Northern Ireland and going to the UK, massive difference. Yeah. I love the bit you mentioned about your teacher. I always have one tip with that because some schools, teachers are changing yearly. Always try and pick a teacher that you have a good relationship with. Don't pick a teacher that maybe you have only had for a year. I like to kind of at least have the teacher for two years. Yeah. And ideally, it's someone you've had in senior cycle as opposed to junior. Yeah, no, that's really good advice. So the UCAS applications, and that's what we call equal consideration up until the 31st of January, equal consideration. You can apply after that, but the college might necessarily look at your application in an equal way to everybody who had it in the 31st of January. Plus, they might have no spots on their course after the 31st of January. So it's important to get it in on that time. And then, Joe, is kind of D-Day, 1st of February for the CEO applications. What does that mean, the 1st of February? So 1st of February is, especially for the here and there applicants, anyone that's registered and wants to do the here and there. And I know Access College are doing an information uh, morning today, and that's going to be recorded and be available to all students. But if you are applying for here or there, you have to be registered with your CEO, just registered, no courses, by the 1st of February, because otherwise you won't be considered for here and there. And that's a real, real disadvantage to anyone who is planning to use that to go to college. Yeah, no, that's really important. I, I put up a little thing on Instagram about the 1st, the 1st, the 15th, so the 1st of February to register for the CEO by 1st of March, make sure it's on your CEO, and the 15th of March to make sure all your documentation is in the CEO offices. So just be aware of that. 1st of February, Joe, we're also looking at restricted courses to be on the CEO. Absolutely, and I know you mentioned it before, but restricted courses are the courses that have any other kind of extra bits that are added on when you're applying for. So if it's a portfolio, if it's an extra exam, if it's an audition, they have to be on your CEO course choice by the 1st of February. And it's really important that you do not miss that deadline. Otherwise, unless you want to pay an extra 10 euro, you won't be able to get them on your CEO. Yeah, and there's no point for that. Like we were talking about the 30 euro early bird, there's no reason to be paying for it. If you're prepared and well organized, you should have everything on your CEO list. And again, what I would say for restricted courses is if you're not sure about them, put them on by the 1st of February because you can always take them off in May and June if you decide then, look, actually, I don't want to do that restricted course. 
But when May, June comes, you can't decide, actually, I do want to do that restricted course. And now I can't put it on because it had a 1st of February deadline. So if you're not sure, if in doubt, put it on your CEO list and then you can look at it afterwards. And it is the normal closing date for the CAO um, at 5 p.m. on the 1st of February. It'll be cost you 45 euro if you're applying at that stage. Joe, there's not a huge amount of information on this, but we did a bit, a bit of a podcast before Christmas about tertiary degrees. But the 2nd of February... That'll be opened up for applications. It's, uh, I know the government were kind of pushing this before Christmas, and I'm very, very excited to hear the information about it. Now, nothing much has come out since, and I know myself and yourself are kind of thinking we're very excited for these degrees to come out. But I know if you keep an eye on the website, there will be stuff coming down the line, hopefully in the next kind of couple of weeks. Yeah, so it's nto.ie, just check out that website. And applications will be open for those tertiary degrees, which have... There's no CAO points required to apply for these degrees. There are certain entry requirements, but no CAO points. And you start out your degree journey in a college of further education, so like in a PLC college, and then you're guaranteed to progress on to a university to finish off your degree. So it's a really good option. You can listen back to the podcast and tertiary degrees uh, if you haven't heard that earlier. It'd be, give you some good advice on it. And then finally, Joe, PLCs will start to open up applications as well. How is that application different from the CEO? One thing in regards to PLC, they are direct applications. It's And I love PLCs as another backup. We kind of spoke about UCAS, CAO. Having a PLC as a backup as well is a really, really good option because price-wise, they're free to apply for. Direct application, free to, to apply for, and they cover you because you will have hopefully an offer from your PLC, hopefully an offer from your CAO. And if you are applying for UCAS, hopefully an offer from UCAS as well. So the issue you want to have is that you've got too much choice as opposed to no choice whatsoever. And that's really important. I think every guidance counselor says that it's better to have options than, you know, looking for options next August when the CEO offers come out. So Joe, where can students find you on Instagram? Yeah, I'm on Instagram at Farley Career Guidance and uh, I'm available for direct messages and I put up content as well in regards to kind of tips and uh, options for studying in Ireland, abroad, in the UK. Brilliant, Joe. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the Leaving Cert Guidance podcast and the very best of luck to everyone over the next few weeks with these upcoming deadlines. Thanks, Joe. Bye now.